Actually, baby Superman is vulnerable to crib tonight. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and the puns have begun. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to Extreme Tasting League Scotch Edition. I'm your host, Dave. I'm Perrin. And I am Cedius. And we are joined this time by two guests. We have returning guest Bob Alberti. Hi. And first time on this show guest, Philip Andrew Bennett Lowe. What up? That's a long name. It is a long name. Which is why a lot of people shorten it to Pablo. <laughs> D-A-B, though. It's very confusing for all the actual Pablos yeah. in the world. <laughs> and the ethnicity's all wrong. <laughs> but we have a special episode today. This time we are going to be even more childish than usual, because from France, we have Scotch number one. From Tasmania, we have Scotch number two, which means for episode 69, we French you down under. <laughs> you know, they've been waiting yeah. <laughs> Honestly, this whole podcast up to this point has been a build-up. To that joke, and it's downhill from here. That is the joke Which of the night. Which really should disappoint everyone. It's downhill from here. The so this... Shaggy Dog Podcast. Yep. Yeah. Well, well, Philip was just on with, with AON, and since we're their spinoff, that should give him the whole Ooh. clue of where everything comes on. So. You were on a real podcast. No, 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 no. no one has ever said that about AON. No. No. Yeah. <laughs> No one's ever said it about us either. Yeah. Now, uh, what's going to happen is next podcast, it's going to turn out everything leading up to this was just a dream. (laughs) And it's actually the first podcast. (laughs) No, let's not do that. No no offense to Peter, but but those first couple of podcasts, until we had the the Tims on for episode four, I don't think we really found our way yet. (laughs) And then from the Tims forward, we... We got a little bit better, and then season two we added you, and it's, it's been you know, fairly solid since. So, well, while I'm boring, tell us a little bit about yourself. Oh yeah, yes. yeah, you guys, you guys should could you know do that intro <laughs> thing because entertain us. <laughs> right. Di- uh, di- uh, hi. Hello. <laughs> my 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 name is Philip Lowe. I'm that's me. You. <laughs> I'm Bob Alberti. Um, I'm here from Fearless Comedy Productions to pimp our upcoming performance um, that I helped write along with Susie Becker called Hardwired on January 7th. Get your tickets now. Can you? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but I don't think so. By the time someone listens to this mm-hmm. podcast, perhaps. <laughs> yeah. Bob, well, this already sounded way more credible than my... <laughs> and, 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 and we will get... To, to more detail of, of Hardwired, probably in episode 70. Well, we'll talk a little bit about it now. Assuming so that it's a real episode. Hey, no. Why do I need to have a, a, a text message come in when I'm on the phone? I never get... Yeah, mm. Ever. <laughs> no, text messages. I, I really Ever. Wait, wait, wait. Is, let me guess. Is this text message from me? No, actually, did I just send it with my mind? <laughs> no, any text message you sent, well, I'll, I'll get in an hour. Because we've discovered that we have stupid lag from... I don't know, I have a new phone. Did, it might did, actually okay. show up. Did you get my text message? I might have, but then I would have deleted it because I don't like to read yours. Well, that's fair. <laughs> well, let's see, did I get a text message from you? So I'm going to turn the sound off and reply to this at the same time because I, I do need to, to uh, do that. But... Uh, is it a girl? It is, oh. actually. I so you're responding, this is the wrong number, you didn't mean to text me. 
No. This is serious. I'm pretty sure this is wrong. You're not trying to get a hold of me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. This worked great. For, <laughs> for, for the listeners at home, a lethal glare has just been exchanged. Oh, no. That, that, that wasn't lethal. That was, uh, fuck you, Dan. That's <laughs> part of the course. It is yeah. kind of part of the No, what's interesting is apparently you did send me a text and I did receive it. But it didn't come in as you, so I ignored it. Now, for listeners at home, this is what's called gripping. <laughs> no. Oh, no, they're, they're, they're used to that from us. Oh, yeah, yeah, this, no, this mean, is as gripping as we get. Right. <laughs> yeah, you don't, you don't want me gripping. Oh, there's so many more. I could go with that. Or, yeah, going there's to really only one more. This isn't there. <laughs> no way. That's no so way is where I would go with that away. <laughs> No, I mean, in, in, in terms of things, uh, we, we have the port all poured out now, so we're going to let Dave um, give some minimal of what's up. Uh, this is the Brenny? Brenny? Brené. Brené? I don't know. It's, it's French. It's what? Bren. You roll your R's. It's not German. It's actually Brené. I don't know. They roll their R's in France, dude. They do. Seriously. I don't know. All I know is it's French, and, it, yeah. and it's spelled B-R-E-N-N-E. I think it's Brené. <laughs> the French barely pronounced half of the consonants they have. They just add extra ones. <laughs> and they really don't like teas. Mm-hmm. So I'm drinking a French thing? This is a yeah. French thing. Well, you're smelling so you're French French thing you're first. Smelling. You're going to a Scotch podcast and we're not going to feed you any Scotch. <laughs> yeah, not, not, not technically. Bait and switch, motherfucker. There's going to be a bunch of single malt whiskey. No Scotch. <laughs> For the wow. aroma. I like it. That is really fruity. Yeah. I mean, I can actually mm-hmm. detect it. This is like fruit punch fruity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There's a... How about a nice Hawaiian punch? This is frozen one. Don't tempt me, Dave. Don't tempt me. <laughs> Lilac? I was going to go, this smells very much like that Lipton peach tea. That peach green tea. <laughs> I haven't had Lipton, so okay. peach tea. No, no, this this, this is the... Like, makes me think of creme brulee. Hmm. Well, there's, a, yeah. there's some vanilla. There's definitely a, a hint of vanilla. Um, the color, the color is a little, little orange, but um, not terribly. Little darkened. I mean, there's probably a little coloring added. It's a pleasant nose. Oh yeah. But it's definitely yeah. um, not getting very citrusy. Oh, also, I'm going to dive on that comment and let the Scotch experts educate me. That uh, so, so how much coloring is typically added to whiskeys and scotch? It varies by the distillery. So. The other I just sort of assumed it was all natural. The other well, oh no. No, 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 no. no, the other month, the other month we had a scotch that was no specifically called out no color added and it was about as dark as we've ever had. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one that So Yeah, we 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 got a little extra something from Bob here that's uh it, it's called Jacob's Goat White Whiskey from Jim Beam. Um it, it's not moonshine, it's aged in and oak barrels. Oh, it's so, almost transparent. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like really, really... Most scotch straight out of the, the system comes out very, very light. Huh. Light straw. Yeah, yeah. And depending on the distillery, they'll um, they'll add caramel coloring to to choice. Now, it, it depends on what wood it's going through. Right. If, if the barrel has been used before, it can pick up other color. I mean, so there is variability, but traditionally... This, I would say, has gotten some color added to it. But I'm wondering who, a the, little. who, who the guy was that made the decision that, like, whiskey should be amber-colored. Like, it was 
I mean, because it's such so a good want it to be mistaken for vodka. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> they found it sells better. Yeah. Well, but why not purple, you know? Well, <laughs> that doesn't awesome. sell better. And that dye is expensive, and you have to get permission expensive. from royalty. You, you have a lot of faith in capitalism. Uh, <laughs> I do. <laughs> okay, I've been going back and forth on this nose a bunch of times. It's moved from that Lipton peach green tea to, like, chocolate orange. To my nose. It's a very, it's a very complex... Actually, chocolate orange is the first one. Yeah. Where I've been like, yep. That's it. That's what I'm smelling. <laughs> I, all I'm getting is which for like, France that would be kind of neat to make it fruit punch flavored Kool Aid. Oh yeah! <laughs> Picturing the Kool Aid man full of whiskey. <laughs> oh yeah! <laughs> I just want to say that I'm, I'm delighted by the notion that at some point in the future civilization collapses and all that remains of like two centuries is this podcast recording <laughs> and they're trying to reconstruct our civilization based on what you just said oh yeah <laughs> they, apparently we worshipped a pro wrestler uh, and slim gyms um, well no I mean the, the snap into a single ball <laughs> the Kool-Aid Kool-Aid man already runs through brick walls how much more hammered does he have to get I should do a uh, Sketch for Big Fun Radio Front Time about future cockroach archaeologists and what they made of the human race. Awesome. Yes. What episode was that? I want to hear it now. You just sold it. Last June. I saw that one live. That was, I, I like that sketch. Thanks. Yeah. It was, uh, they determined that we must have been killed by an asteroid made of garbage because no sentient species could pollute a planet so <laughs> if they were actually intelligent. Well, I've heard it said that future generations will consider this. The plastic age, mm-hmm. because that's the major the non-biodegradable substance yeah. that we produce so much of. That like, <laughs> hmm. we're up to drinking. Are, are we sipping? sipping? We're sipping. sipping. We're right. sipping. Yep. You gotta save some for later to add the water. We, we do a little wet. The hmm. I don't know. It's it it's a little more flowery on the the body than I prefer. Mm-hmm. I mean, I like the nose of the of flowers and citrus and the orange and chocolate, which I. In the vanilla, but I like a more scotchy. Yeah, <laughs> um, it's I, not horrible though. It's not like I'm drinking that rose vodka I keep bitching yeah, about. See, <laughs> while I wasn't getting much for crumble in the nose, I am getting it in the palate. I, I, I think that's a good call. I feel like this is something a Frenchman would like give to a teenage girl, you know, yes. <laughs> to try to lower her inhibitions. Well, <laughs> the French Bill Cosby. I love how Bill Cosby was crossing the line, yeah. but French ephemophile was no, totally okay. Like, no, <laughs> no, I will, I will say um, this: this could easily be an intro scotch for people. Yeah, that must be why I like it. Well, because I, I mean, that's that's a common question I get asked: is what what should I start with? And and it, that's just such a ridiculous question. <laughs> okay, this is really weird. It has moved into cantaloupe. Yes. Yeah. Very strongly. I wouldn't have, no, I'm not going to go strong, but I'll, I'll give you the melon. And it's definitely more of a cantaloupe than a honeydew. I mean, there's a little honeydew there too, but yeah, it, it's way more cantaloupe. I'm, 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 I'm sticking with, I'm sticking with chocolate orange. It's I mean, got that fruity, bitter thing. Yeah, there, there, there's a little bit, there's, there's still a hint of citrus in there, and I could easily, the, the, the chocolate's more in the finish than the palate for me. Yeah, yeah although the finish is, I, I think, in some ways the most disappointing piece. Yeah. It does it just kind of it's it's not a bad finish but it's just kind of very short. Boom. Yep. And you and you're really there's not a whole lot of 
complexity you're lingering. I usually like to employ the term PD, so I sound sophisticated. <laughs> no, doesn't apply. No, no, no. no. This is kind of the opposite. This is the anti-PD. Now, I, I was telling Philip on, on the ride over, because I, I went to pick him up, that uh, the oh, yeah, baby. the, 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 the Grand Reserva, I have always said, would pair really, really well with cheesecake. This would go really well with the creme brulee. Mm-hmm. Or, or or this could also go well with cheesecake. This would go with a like light but like heavy and rich. I, I normally do not describe scotches as a dessert <coughs> wine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And this oh, is yeah. as close as I'm gonna get mm-hmm. to describing a scotch as a dessert wine. Would anyone yeah. care for fruit or scotch? <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, normally scotches Ooh. are too oh, overpowering. Oh, this would go fantastic with like a fruit plate for dessert. Yeah. Or if you isn't there a Thing you do with soaking fruit in scotch? Oh my well, god! <laughs> yeah, you can pretty much soak anything in scotch, and I will be happy to consume yeah. it. Well, this would be um, good. Or actually, on the other end of the meal, if you had a fruit and prosciutto plate, this would also go very well with mm-hmm. prosciutto. And the thing is, a lot of the peatier, smokier scotches would overwhelm. Mm-hmm. Um, it also goes really right. well with this cheese. Right? That's that's the reason with a lot yeah. of scotches you do um, um, stronger. Like fish, salmon, mm-hmm. smoked salmon is good because it holds its own. Mm-hmm. But a lot of a lot of the sweeter, lighter fruits and and flavors you get. I mean, they're not horrible with scotch, but the scotch kind of goes hey <laughs> and shoves them out of the way. I'm not, I'm someone who's used to pairing whiskey with uh, nothing, so I like it to have a, whiskey, a strong whiskey and kick despair. to it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Bob gets it. <laughs> So you pair the whiskey with the artistic process? <laughs> I think the whiskey is the source of the artistic process. Yeah. <laughs> now, uh, we are, well, some of us are anyway, okay. pouring a little water into the cap. Mm-hmm. It's not because that's a requirement of the process. Okay. It's because I know if I try and pour it directly, it will end sadly. Because they've <laughs> it dangerously. I'm pretty confident the cap pouring is going to end sadly. Yeah, well, I, it's at least... Well, then it gets on you and not in the Exactly. Yeah, boom, I'm right there. My priorities... <laughs> Oh, uh, I, I added just a touch of mint. I actually added a little less water than everybody else, I think. Now, I'm I'm curious, well, in a minute, what the uh, percent alcohol is. Yeah, well, look. The nose doesn't seem to change much. Oh, see, uh, I lost the nose, but I might just need a reset. It's lighter. <laughs> if you're not familiar snorting um, cocaine or if you're out of cocaine, uh, coffee grounds. Wow. Well, Coffee uh, grounds are a great way to hide. Yeah, he's, I do. He, he opened up a funereal urn, though. What is he? <laughs> if you don't have, coffee, I keep my coffee open. where I want it, <laughs> dead and buried. In, in fairness, that corpse was doing a lot of cocaine. Yeah, <laughs> it was, it's, it's the corpse you know, of John, Jim Belushi. <laughs> There's John, a certain hierarchy Jim, Jim of coffee grounds, cocaine, <laughs> funerary ashes. I will try. I will try snorting Jim Belushi's ashes here and see how this affects them. Um, yeah, I, 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 I still lost the nose. I mean, it, it's it's still it's there, but it's yeah. very reduced. Com- compared to what it was, it is, it is pretty much gone for me. You know, it's, 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 it's something like, I was complaining about it being too weak initially, and adding water weakened it further. Well, there's a... <laughs> the body is, is pleasant, but it's lost um, a fair amount of the complexity. Some of the sweetness went away. Yeah, it, it, the, the alcohol kicked oh, up a little, yeah. which is weird, because usually it's the opposite. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I don't know, the alcohol's kicked up with water on a lot of it. Yeah. Still a little cantaloupe but it's gotten a little bit... Actually, I feel like it's more cantaloupe than it was. Actually, it's 
Yeah, it's gotten yeah. some. It's gotten some bite at the at the front of the finish. Mm-hmm. It, it it. I think it's gotten to be cantaloupe that's just this side of going bad now. It's, no, the weird. Yeah, I'm getting overripe. Yeah, getting a, a hint of pepper. Mm, yeah, in the finish. Mm-hmm. So is is there a term for maybe having, a little uh, lost your sense of smell or taste because you're blind, deaf, or like a leper, I guess, if you can't feel things. But what's like? I'm just, no, I'm, no, that's called a politician. <laughs> But what uh, is is there a term for someone that? Uh, yes. Yeah. That what? Yes. We're just gonna leave it there. We're because gonna leave they, the mystery of that. They, they knows that the answer is yes. He doesn't know what the answer is. But he knows that the answer I, is yes. I was so going to claim. Right in. I was going to claim I knew, but I'm for discovery, and so I was going to leave it to you to discover on your own. To Google no, it on my. If phone only there was a series of tubes. Not not terribly surprising. The word is anosmia. Seriously? Mm-hmm. Awesome. And it, it, does that cover both? Not smelling. If you have multiple uh, people with it, no. is it obsmium? I'm going to hurt somebody soon. <laughs> There's going to be pain. Because I was saying, Probably they, be they, this show would be either a fantasy or a statistically speaking person. Because this is a show where we're essentially like vocally describing how things smell and taste to an audience. Yep. Well, remember, we drink so they don't have to. <laughs> Technically, the tagline uh, is we try it before you buy that's, it. That's, but that's, that's a con suite. Yes. That's, that's my con suite. Uh, no, I, I'm i a firm believer in I'm consuming things so that other people don't have to. And right, that was a con suite motto. Uh, well, that never worked for me. I still ate and drank. I have the t-shirt. Well, I, I won't deny you you, you your t-shirt. But, it, was, um, it was more specifically the... We drink in con suite because you can't. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, the finish wet is, I mean, it's not bad. Everything is just sort of reduced in quality. In Yeah, the oranges diminished more than the chocolate, but both are still there. I, I, I agree with you, though, that there is some pepper to it that wasn't really there when it was neat, which would be okay. It's just I don't pepper my fruit, so it's a little weird. Mm-hmm. But it's not unpleasant. I, I'm really kind of digging on this one. I it's a strong am not. I am not. I, I feel like it's. I feel like it's teasing me. If I'm being totally honest, like I'm almost Lie hard like alcohol shit. is what it's saying to me. <laughs> well, it is a little fruity, so and it's French, so this surprises no one. Um, it's the Scotch equivalent of a wine cooler. Ooh. That's not bad. That's that's, that's being a little harsher than I was gonna be. I, I mean, <laughs> so we're basically saying this is a delicious Bartles and James single malt. <laughs> um. So what is the percentage on it? Forty. Okay, that's what I kind of figured. Yeah. That's the low end of starting point. So once again, a pretty good starter scotch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'd also like to express my gratitude for our willingness to dive on. French jokes. Right away, too. You know, <laughs> like, no, seriously. Because like, um, I, I feel like there's a lot of pullback and then, like, but it's, it's healthier. It's healthier. Well, we, we are I don't, I don't think. I don't, I don't think we we understand the term too soon. Yeah. There, there's also too soon that. would be before. <laughs> and, uh, and, 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 and for the record, I, I was going to close out maybe with some sort of something in yeah. regards to that. But in, 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 something. In, in, I will say the word French. <laughs> <laughs> Philip, Philip Lippershin, again, because we're a, a spinoff of AON, curse the French. <laughs> you know, 
Oh no, I, I've got a, I've got kind of a nasally voice tonight. So oh. I'm gonna do it. <laughs> oh, 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 the art history of our third generation master distiller. So will you will you record answering machine messages for listeners this, in this it's voice? It's like a <laughs> Japanese samurai who learned English from the French. <laughs> Starting with organic body, harvested from the fields surrounding the distillery. Naturally pure water from nearby someplace. <laughs> He refines the spirit over live fire, copper, alembic still. (laughs) (laughs) I appreciate that pause to make sure you were getting it just right. It was worth it. (laughs) The whiskey is then aged in new French limousin oak barrels before being finished in cognac casks to create a creamy... Balanced, more fruit forward <laughs> profile. <laughs> Look at my forward fruits! Really organic single malt that is perfectly smooth <laughs> and refined. This has totally become Jamaican. Sadly, I've always been I don't know why I've been drinking the inorganic scotches. I know, right? <laughs> wow. To all nations uh, of the world, we're not sorry. No. Um, all right, I will give them this. Not cork dorkery. I mean, it was fruity. Yeah. It's interesting. And it was smooth. Mm-hmm. Creamy. Well, yeah, I'll give them. There was, there was that creme brulee-ishness to it. It wasn't hard or sharp. True. So I will give them by the lack of that, you know, because I'm not sure if I tasted creamy. How, you know. I, I, I will say I did. Yeah. But of all the scotches that we've had that have claimed creamy, this one. I will give you that, certainly. Um, and it's interesting, this is the only cognac finished scotch that we've had. Did, that you had. Oh, well. Oh, wait. Which of the two of you was not here for Tim? Okay. You've had a cognac finished scotch before. The, the Aaron Malt cast strength was that? finished in cognac. Wow, they did it differently. I mean, when they finish, did they, like, just wash it through and pour it out? I mean, it's... Well, that was the one of the four that I liked the most, so I, I don't know what I, you But the thing is, I just don't remember anything similar. Okay. So, it's it, to me, it's really interesting how I don't remember anything... Oh, you know... It, 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 it may be that, that it was, you know, a, a scotch-scotch up to that point and, and was not, you know, fully matured in, in mm-hmm. France. I'd love to know that the... the the duration of the aging in <coughs> cognac of this versus the other. What they do... I'd love to know the duration of aging of this period. Uh-huh. Normally, um, scotch is aged in oak barrels that were uh, brandy. Formerly bourbon. Uh, bourbon. I was, I was flipped bourbon and brandy. Bourbon barrels, and then some of them, that's they're done. Others, they will do it in a second maturation. In this case, it was cognac. Um, but they do some first barrel, which means... If the barrel has been used to age with um, bourbon, this it'll pick up some of the, the flavoring from yeah. the bourbon, um, mm. and so the scotch will pick up some some bourbon highlights. And they right. t- tend to call those first fill casts. But if it's first fill, then it doesn't. It, it's never been used. No, those are virgin. Virgin, right? Right, right, right. My bad. <laughs> no, but it 
it depends on what it's been used, what the barrel's been used for previously, how long it was used for it, you know, all the different. There's a, a that's the reason scotches are all different. And so, so what I'm getting from this is that the French like their scotches to be virgin or lightly aged. As yes, as non-scotch as possible. <laughs> Well, I saw where you were going up here. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm happy I, to let it lie there. I did. I did. I saw the French. What? <laughs> so this is a single barrel, even. Oh. Or it's got the barrel number on it. That so would be that single barrel. That suggests the barrel number, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that means normally what Scotch does is they take a whole bunch of different barrels, combine them together to try and get uh, an even taste. So we right. might have an awesome bottle or a shitty bottle, and we don't know because we only have the one, and I think it's a relatively awesome bottle. So. Yeah. But, I mean, there have been cases where the same... My, uh, you know, people are like, this is amazing, and somebody else gets a different bottle and is like, no! <laughs> what the hell are your drink tastes? Yeah. No, we, we, we each bought a 15-year single-barrel Belvini, and his was awesome, mine was not. Yeah. And, 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 and this was everybody's opinion. We, they, we, 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 we did a show on it. Yeah. We had it on the show. <laughs> it was... Yeah, it was a night and day difference. Everybody, it was a all, at, all least, three at least a point. All three members of AOM were on with us, and all five of us had a, at least <laughs> one point on a five point scale difference in the score. Speaking was, of our five point scale, our five point scale is one to five. Good job, Aaron. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll let you do the rest of it as no, soon no. as you learn. No, no, no. I just wanted to make it clear. Our five point scale went to one to five. In case you know you missed that point. <laughs> Keep going. You're up. Uh-huh. Every time. Uncomfortable <laughs> silence now. Every time. <laughs> that I can edit out. Ha. Uh, so, so on that five-point scale, three, three is the absolute average. And fuck you. You have no idea how much time I spend editing these podcasts and his nose noises out of things. And the number of the counting shall be three. And the number of the average shall be three. I, I didn't know, know Dave's nose spoke. A lot last time. Oh, my God. <laughs> He's a veritable Garrison Keeler. <laughs> no, no, his nose has more talent. Uh, oh, <laughs> too soon. Oh wait, no, no that that doesn't apply. Not quite dead yet. <laughs> wait, please soon. Anyway, uh, oh no. One, we we declare a war crime, and five is the best shit you've had in your mouth, unless you're Bob, and in which case it's the first scotch you've ever had, and you're only rating scotches, and so you rate something that doesn't deserve a five of five. I had scotches last time. <laughs> y- yes, and you rated the first one a five because you claimed it was the best scotch you'd ever had. It had been. So what what's the deal with decimals? Decimals are allowed and encouraged. To to how many places? Though? Don't be stupid. <laughs> So I can't um, just declare pie. We've had oh no, we've had pie. Pie has been declared. Uh, Natalie West uh, 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 declared pie on something that it, I mean, legitimately, she was thinking three one five, but she decided to round down to pie. Um, three point two. Shut up. <laughs> Twenty two over seven. <laughs> anyway, that's the scoring system, and because Dave wants to be a jerk about it, I'm going to make him go first. <laughs> I need to wait until I finish my cracker. Uh, <laughs> this is par for the course with you. Never ready. Never ready when you're supposed to be. Always slacking. Always and, causing me problems. And crunchy. You know, we we you, need to have a camera fixed on his face. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping the crunchy won't be as bad this time, but we'll see. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping. Which is going to be the penance for getting a little toast. Thing. We just have to listen to that. We just have to listen to it. The little toast things came yeah. through with the goat yeah. cheese I bought today. And speaking oh. of stuff yourself, and, 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 and I suppose 
is go stuff yourself the vilification tennis smorgasbord except, at the Bryant Lane Mall. Except that by the time this is posted, that'll be in the past. So well, how long do you take to edit this? Let's start from the first and sixteenth, Bob. You know this. You've been on the show. <laughs> You've been on the show. I like, you I don't know this. I don't pay attention to your face. Yeah, I was going to say. You assume he has listened to anything you've ever spoken to him. <laughs> I don't even pretend to download it, even though he it's didn't like, know your name. <laughs> Well, technically, nobody does not Facebook. Fuck those guys. <laughs> I don't really know your name, but... Well, you're an exception. <laughs> you know, we should no, go to a place where they know your name. <laughs> Fallout 4! <laughs> they did make the bar. They did. <laughs> this is going to make one of those. Oh, oh yeah. you knew it. Yes, yes, I did. Now, what was your vote? I missed that. I don't know. I'm still waiting for Dave's. <clears throat> um... Well, my, my nose is kind of kind of all sorts of fucked up this month again, so... Uh, it's quieter, so I'm happy. Yeah, for now. <laughs> but uh, you, you'll, catch it, you'll catch it in post. You uh-huh. Listen. Yeah. So, uh, but it was it was really tasty. It smelled like uh, fruit punch Kool-Aid to me, and uh, I could... I could drink the shit out of this, like <laughs> boozy fruit punch Kool Aid. <laughs> right? No, it was totally. Now tasty. your wife drinks alcoholic Kool Aid. We should have. Her <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking that she might actually like this. So. Uh, but it wasn't super complex. It wasn't offensive. Um, I guess I'm going to give it four because it was. Uh, it was just tasty. It, it didn't do anything really wrong, and it was it was good. Yeah, I I think Dave is underrating it a little bit. I I like this a lot more. Well, not a lot more, but I, oh. I did like this more than he did. Um, this was really solid. Or, ordinarily, I'm not big mm-hmm. on like overly fruity things, but this hit a completely different note than most of the fruity scotches we've had. Um, I did like the, the the creaminess to it. Like I said, it's the first time I I would say that that's ever been legitimate. Uh, in a description we've gotten, um, chocolate orange. I'm, I'm a fan of that. A little creme brulee in there. That that was really good. And cantaloupe. You know, I, I wasn't expecting that, but I'll take it. Um, I'm gonna give it a four three. I really dug on this. Yeah, I I appreciated the fact it committed. I mean, we've had fruity fruity noses, and occasionally fruity palates, but usually some other component of the the, the pour is lacking or doesn't commit to it. It's like, ooh, fruity, and then you taste it, and you're like, this doesn't taste anything like you promised in your nose. And this <laughs> actually did. Mm-hmm. It tasted like it smelled, which is an interesting option. Yeah, I, I was um, moderating this, but... I'm... I'm <laughs> I have to say I'm very pleasantly surprised. I think I'm going to go 415. Split the difference. Uh, I'm, I'm going for a 5. This is... My favorite. <laughs> the only number he knows. No, no, no. He, he also imagined a number last time. Oh, okay. <laughs> but th- this is the first scotch I've had that I actually enjoyed. Nice. Yeah. So. And, and, and this one I'm not even going to give him shit for. I, I can I, generally I, see I, someone giving it I totally, a five. I totally saw you giving this a five. <laughs> yes, because I'm a scotch pussy. So <laughs> this is a good starter scotch. And so this is one where someone could give me this. And oh, I could drink scotch. So, yeah, it's a very nice scotch. I am, I am so going to be your outlier on this one. Russian judge can give number. <laughs> uh, I'm going to be the Simon Cowell of this one. Oh. I'm going to give it a 1.9. You'll never dance in this city again. <laughs> no, it, was, it was everything I don't expect or want when I 
That's okay. Well, whiskey in my mouth. That's no, no. okay. I know We're it's okay. You. I'm not. <laughs> we are judging. Yeah. It's a it's a twofer. You judge. So, the so now we get to grade each other's scores. <laughs> well, I think I think we know how well they Where's that red? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was it was a tease. It was the tease of Scotch ice cream. Well, it, <laughs> so it's very fitting. This is yeah. <laughs> oh. All right. So now it's gonna get weirder. And while it gets weirder, and, and by that I mean Dave's gonna pour something weirder, I'm gonna have Philip talk about the show that he has that is uh, opening before Bob's, which is why I want him to come to pimp his show first. That's fine. He can go first. Uh, <laughs> so what have you got going on? I've got I've got a, a Christmas show coming up this December six through twenty <clears throat> called uh, "Get Thee Behind Me, Santa" in inexcusably filthy children's spoken word farce for adults only. Ho, ho, because, ho. <laughs> because when you've got four names, you have to make all of your titles long to compensate. Yeah. And, by, so when it says by, it doesn't like overshadow the by. <laughs> I, think, I think that's my whole history with comedy writing. Is the You know, I'm not sure if what I'm saying is funny, but if I say it a lot, you know, by sheer volume, something will hit sooner or later. <laughs> And to see that in action, you can come see this show. <laughs> A-B-L. <laughs> always be loud. <laughs> always always be lowing, maybe? No, always no, be loud. No. <laughs> it, was, it was a word, wise words that I learned from, uh, 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 what is it, Sickness in a Time of Rinderpest. No. <laughs> it's words to live by. No. <laughs> or no, Love in a Time of Rinderpest. That was sickness, love. It's all the same. So uh, that's pretty cool. So what, what, what's what's the what's the theme of the show? The show uh, it's it's basically it's a time travel farce where Jesus and Santa switch places and accidentally create a new timeline where Santa founded the central religion of the last two thousand years instead of Jesus and uh, and their attempts to correct it basically. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It sounds more like something I wish wouldn't be correct. <laughs> uh, what do I know? What do I know? Did the Romans crucify him? No, he simply sweated to death in that suit. <laughs> <laughs> there are milk and cookies at the Last Supper. Ah, very, good. <laughs> very good. It's very tasteful. <laughs> the sugar plus legit. very straight force. Uh, uh, so that makes a certain amount of sense. Oh uh, yeah, but only but only in front of me. Yeah. So, oh, very cool. Yeah, no, I, I, I mean, in terms of other things, I mean, you, you've done <clears throat> plenty of things around town, but I recently saw you recently, and then a little <laughs> over a month ago now, uh, in the Twin Cities Horror Fest. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, had a, I had a beard. Yes. <laughs> it, 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 it threw me off. I wasn't sure that was you. Were you, were you, were you Satan? <laughs> no, the thing is, because I, I grew a beard out, because I did a, I was touring a, a biblically themed show over the summer, so I grew up my hair and facial hair, and then I was just about ready to cut it, and then Timmy Aran cast me for all the show and said, no, keep it. So then I grew it out for two more months, and it, it got pretty hobo-ridiculous. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, it, it, you're not going to get anybody at this day to believe that. Yeah. Because <laughs> if you... Yeah, yeah, that, that strange-looking man over there... I, I showed up for his show and gave him 25 cents. <laughs> <laughs> 
Now you, you, you're kind of playing a, a sort of beatnik character in that, aren't you? I mean, yeah, yeah, timeline-wise, it, it was in the seventies. So the idea, like, good job that. squeegeeing my window. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> totally. Yeah, uh, I, I wasn't even aware you were in it. Yeah. So, <laughs> but yeah, I was a uh, I was a hippie with psychic powers. It was like John Constantine, but more positive. <laughs> <laughs> Free love, man. <laughs> yeah, was, that was that was one of the trippier shows, and, and, and to to make sure I like parse it all out at the end, it's like okay, so this and then this and then this, and then oh, okay, Thailand Square. Oh, right. <laughs> so I I host a, a sci-fi themed open mic. Bob's been on it, and then this 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 last one, Pat Harrigan was on it. Who wrote the short story that that show was based on? And I introduced him by saying, oh, you know, he's a local sci-fi writer. I just did this show, and by the time of the fifth performance, I almost understood what it was about. <laughs> <laughs> and what did Mr. Harrigan have to say? <laughs> but it was classic loopy time travel, yeah. like, you know? <laughs> it, 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 it was kind of butterfly effect only not quite. No. <laughs> but, yeah, it, 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 was, it was interesting. And, I, and like I said, by the, by the end, I think I followed what was going on, and it all mostly made sense. As much as those kind of shows ever do. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it, it was a solid outing. Uh, pretty much everything I saw. Well, this this, this Christmas show I'm going to come up is a, a time travel one, too. And I did a thing where we have uh, in easel with title cards that tell the audience what date you're in at any given moment. Because <laughs> I realized, like, this is going to be completely incoherent <laughs> without any <laughs> Do the two shows cross? <laughs> How great would that be? <laughs> and for those of you who might have seen the other show, here's a moment. <laughs> I'll just be trampling over Pat Harrigan and Tim Muran's intellectual property. A <laughs> <The> snow falls. <laughs> that, that, I believe, is called an homage. <laughs> as long as I change the names by one letter. <laughs> right. Right, then it's, then it's just doing a uh, tribute by the way genius. <laughs> Have you heard about his upcoming show, Harvey Potter? <laughs> <laughs> oh, if it wasn't for copyright law and the number of shows, I would have done <laughs> <laughs> I could always move to Turkey. I could. I oh, might get better yes. audiences or, there. Or just do Bollywood, where, where they seem to basically go, well, so there's a Spider-Man, a Superman, and something... Let's just jam them together into one character and have a Bollywood show. <laughs> They're actually a lot of fun to watch. Bollywood shows are great. Yeah. It's, it's funny because Bollywood started exploding at the Minnesota Fringe. Lately, like the past couple of years, there have been like more than one. <laughs> and I, I, I've i seen a couple, and they all seem to have that attitude of that sort of Muppet movie. Let's just make a show. And see, let's not think too much about what we're doing. Let's just do this. Yeah, yeah. It's very Bollywood. Now, now I'm surprised that they can do Bollywood at the Fringe, since it's not a three-hour slot. <laughs> it's really condensed Bollywood. Yeah. They dance faster. Yeah. <laughs> so what are we drinking? We are drinking the Tasmanian single malt. Small cask age. Single cask. Lock. Limited release. Okay. Cash, <laughs> cash and release. <laughs> right. oh. We smell first, right? Oh, this is this is no French French fruitiness. <laughs> so 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 before I get into the nose, I I, I should point out uh, that the, the the cheese today, we we have 
uh, and they just goo it. And then we have something I picked up at the the uh, Bennett Co-op Dairy on the way back from OmegaCon, mm. which oh. everybody was uh, the the three hosts were at Dave, albeit briefly. So every year I try to pick something up on 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 the way back, and this time I picked up a. Um, Jetter Gri- uh, Cheddar Grier uh, Cross <laughs> Dead what? Hybrid. Cheddar Cheddar Grier. <laughs> Gritter. Oh! Speaking in a language. It's it, it, it Grider or something. Mm. I don't know. It, it's tasty, is what it is. Like, I mean, that, it's a very. Griders are a. Mm. The, the hand, handmaidens of Loth, as we all know. No. <laughs> no. Yes. Don't, don't go there. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, it smells like port. I I thought it smelled very maple. <laughs> Teen spirit. <laughs> I was I was gonna say caramel, but yeah. Well, <laughs> it is a darker, but not like crazy dark. I'm gonna I'm I'm, I'm a bob on this one. I'm getting maple. Yeah. Teen yeah, spirit. But are we just going with? Uh, an underage girl. Yeah. <laughs> this podcast. Like, <laughs> on, a, on a lark. Oh, oh that was not even fun. No. Oh <laughs> that hurt. Uh, I will. I will yes, also give I, you though. There is a quality of this that is porty. I'm not. That's why I'm the president uh, of the board and not on stage with Fearless. <laughs> <laughs> There's reasons. I know my place. It's okay. I, I like the nose. It's um. I don't know, the, fr- the first couple of times I went and hit me with a heart, I- I'm going to reset and try this again, because, I mean, I-, I-, I like maple candies, and so this has potential, there's, but... There's something that keeps suggesting smoke, but it's not actually smoky, and I, I can't figure out what I'm, what I'm getting that no, makes I- me... I'm with you on that. There but is... it's, it's, not, it's not an actual smoky quality, but there's something... It's just, I think it's drying wood. It's not, it's not a smoky thing, it's, it's, mm. it's the... It's the wood sitting next to the fire pit, ready to be burned. It's just <laughs> dry this wood. Is... Maybe maybe a little sawdusty plywoody. I was mm-hmm. going to say maybe um, a hint, not not fresh cut grass, but grassy or yeah, I can see that. Yeah, take a sip and you'll. This is this is definitely much more promising mm-hmm. to me than the last one, but uh, I I maintain my wariness of scotches and whiskeys that are too sweet. Well, you won't enjoy this. Give it to me. <laughs> Yep, there's there's proof of that pudding. I uh, saw that coming. I know the APB on this one. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say it's, it's very spicy. Yeah, it's very talking. very smoky and spicy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. more kick, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's um, a reason for that. Yeah, but not bad. Not not the painful. Ooh, the medium to, to long finish is definitely peppery. Forty two percent. Is it? I thought I was higher than that. No, I thought this was, I thought no. I got the gastric one. I swear I did. Oh wow! Okay, then I grabbed the wrong bottle. Yeah, um, this one definitely picks up some pepper, more smoke. The maple isn't gone though. The maple shows back up in the finish, but it's a very peppery. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really um, I like it. It's like drinking a. Wonder if it's a the, Shiraz. The the maple's really faint. But it, it it was gone in the body, but I'm getting it on the finish again. No, that's, that's what I'm saying. Is it, in the finish even? It's. It's faint. It almost the feels, pepper is there for sure. It almost feels sugary or mm-hmm. yeah. on your tongue when you're done. Mm-hmm. Like there's a syrupy cup. But not. But not. I've had some scotches where the finish. I, I've never been able to adequately describe it, but the finish is actually I want to scrape my tongue. 
Yeah. Right. Not not even because I mean they can have great nose, great mm. body, and most of the finish is good. It's just that last little bit. You're just like, ah, yeah, I want that to go away. More scotch. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, the sugariness in this does not leave that unpleasant. I I want it to be gone. It's just an interesting. I'm going to hang around for a while, but the pepper fades. Mm-hmm. Very nice. I am really surprised. At how much I like this. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's also lighter on the finish. I mean, I'm just sitting here. It's just like very light on my tongue after finishing it. Yeah. Well, I and I've usually found that it's not to say that non-Scotland scotches are bad because I've had some really good ones, <coughs> but they're a lot more iffy. Yeah. Yeah. Because they don't have the history. They don't. They aren't generally hiring the guy from just up the road at the other distillery that, you know, he's been working for 25 years and he... Oh, yeah. that's your Centauri. <laughs> yeah, well, that that's generally why. But um, I'm pleasantly pleasantly impressed. Yeah, I, I really like whiskey that burns just a little. Mm-hmm. And this is, this is giving me that. This yep. is giving me what I was missing from the last one. Yeah, the other one might have been a little too smooth for... Palettes that, that like that kick. If you're expecting more traditional peaty or smoky or something, <clears throat> yeah, we're, we're probably not going to get so much for the peat this month because we're, we're we're doing double Scotch International because that's Cuts. what we decided to do. <laughs> well, so so again, I I, I picked Philip up and we were kind of chilling, waiting for <laughs> for people to show up, and I and I had him look at what was there. <laughs> And I, and I showed him, okay, here, here's what we'd originally intended for season three, but we've already purchased season four, so if you want something from over here, you can do that too. And he's like, hmm, those look interesting, so we'll, we'll, we'll get to those in a couple of weeks, <laughs> but, you know, it'll, it'll be a thing. Mm. Um, the nose is, is, a, is much more depressed. Yeah. Um, not surprisingly, but yeah, I'm, still a little maple. I'm hardly getting anything again. I'm getting um, more maple this time than... I mean, it, I, I'm getting a little bit. I'm, I'm getting a little less maple myself, um, but I'm getting far more alcohol. It's yeah. It's coming. It's through. not a bad nose. It's no. just a milding. Yeah. Of everything, if milding were an actual word. Yeah. My my, my initial reaction to it, uh, neat in, in the nose was like, ooh, oh, there's, yeah, there's power, power there. Finish. And there wasn't so much this time, but. Oh, and once again, that's that's drops of water take away what I was enjoying about it. <laughs> We're learning as you like your whiskey neat. Well, I do like my whiskey neat, but I'm the guy who says salt the ice. <laughs> I've never I liked it. too. Yeah, well, <laughs> if I want water, I want water. Ice, to me, is too random. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you go, you don't want to go, ooh, that's the perfect spot, and then have to slam the entire thing, yeah. because in any moment it'll be too wet. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I just discovered, what do you call them? Uh, I, no, the stones. Whiskey cubes? Or yeah, whiskey stones. stones. Yeah, the stone. Yeah. They're nice. Yeah, I got them for a wedding frozen, present. Frozen granite or other materials. Yeah, they're yeah, great. They so chill so. it, but they don't disperse water into your drink. Well, <laughs> I, I've got some of those, and I, I didn't find that they chilled it enough for me. Yeah. If I wanted it, it that on, chilled. Depends on how much you use. And, yeah, I, I, I think they're probably, they're probably better at maintaining the chill on something that's already a little cold. So, I mean, it, it, if I like was using that on a scotch that I had in the fridge and then poured it over the stones, they could sit and last. Because like, when, I, when I do a pour, I do a pour that's like three to four times 
know, or teach before the video on the show. And, you know, that usually lasts me like an hour when I'm sitting playing games or reading a book or something. Well, yeah. if you're using these glasses, you're not going to get enough. Very peppery. Enough stones in there. <coughs> yeah. Make a difference. Very peppery on the finish. Yeah. Very peppery. Um, but not unpleasant. I mean, oh, just... Oh, I don't know about that. Hmm. Well, I don't enjoy it. I pepper. I'm not enjoying mm. it as much. Mm. But I'm not going to the, I don't like this. Oh, I do not like this bag. I, I really like it neat, and I'm really not enjoying it. Would you like it in the house? Would I like would not like it in a house. I would not like it with a muffin. Okay. <laughs> Just check it. I would like this neat. You would like it in a box with a fox. Well, Megan Fox. No. Uh-huh. I would drink this here and there. I would drink this anywhere. I would drink it on a train. I would drink it on a plane. <laughs> I would drink my scotch so sweet. But I have to admit, I prefer it neat. <laughs> Thank you, Doctor Saus. How has this not been? How has this not been written yet? <laughs> Probably has. <laughs> Doctor Saus. That's mm -hmm. that's like <laughs> one fish, two fish. Oh God, I'm drunk. <laughs> I'm seeing. No, no. Oh God, I see fish. <laughs> now I want to do. I want to do a series of parody. I just get every Doctor Seuss book. I get uh, blackout drunk and try to write a parody and just see what it looks like. That I believe is one of the parodies. Blackout drunk by Dr. Souse. <laughs> I may do this. This needs to be a game at three in the morning during la die laughing. <laughs> I do not know where are my feet. <laughs> oh god, I drank so much, so neat. Because <laughs> I imagine the ability to rhyme is just going to fall apart as the evening goes on. <laughs> no, you, you, you'll just make rap rhymes and not care. <laughs> I'm going to hurl upon the floor. Oh god, where are my pants? Where's the door? <laughs> or if they're all couplets, you can do a thing where you write the first line sober and then the second rhyme drunk, you know? <laughs> I, I think we should get a, a panel of four people, and each person writes a line, and just first person writes, you know, and then passes it. Down and... I've played that game. Yeah, we and, 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 and we put uh, we and we put Bob and Josh Knight at the end, so you know you're going to get some great pun-filled stuff to finish it out. Mm -hmm. Until I get drunk. So you get drunk, and then I laugh at my own puns that aren't actually puns. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't a pun. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's the peril of every apropos of nothing podcast because because I've done it like three four times now. I think every time I end up overdoing it by the end. <laughs> like it's that thing where it's like the next morning. It's like oh, the first half of this is great. The second half, oh, I really don't want to listen to myself. <laughs> I don't know. This last time, I I I, I think, I think it was, it was am I just licking the, am I just licking the microphone for half an hour? <laughs> I thought it was funny. No, I can't remember what were you guys drinking this time. I I, I know that it's not my that Scotch month because that was like last month or the month before that I dropped stuff off of them. But what were we drinking? I was uh, <laughs> I, no no because the awful thing was last ever both nothing because I just done a show with Matt earlier that night so um, we didn't start till like after ten o'clock. So we were it was AM after hours, <laughs> which is never a good thing. <laughs> I remember I was like plugging from a flask at that point. So I don't know. I I don't know, man. <laughs> I haven't listened to it yet. I'm kind of afraid to. I'll be honest. No, actually, 
I think you played it relatively level. I mean, I, I, I've listened to every show, so I mean, I, I, I didn't think it went so far off the rails. The Fast Five was good. So I, uh, I, I didn't enjoy that. So I will throw myself on the scoring first. Sure. Um, I liked it. I'm, I don't have anything really negative to say about it. Um, wet, well, wet was a little, little man-ear. I mean, you know, it was wet. It didn't have as much to say. I'll give you something negative to say about it later. <laughs> I, I, yeah, well, I can imagine what the thing to say. But I, I'm going to give it a 3.8. I enjoyed it quite a bit. Um, I would happily drink it or buy it, depending on, you know, stuff. But, you know, I didn't quite blow my socks off. It was just a really nice scotch. Sure. Before we go too much further, I'm going to have Dave hand you the box. Oh, so I totally... So totally. <laughs> wow. Well, you know, That's time, right. time passes. Jump the shark. <laughs> That's what I get for throwing myself on scoring systems. That's right. <laughs> Let me think. Uh, Tasmanian. Tasmanian single malt whiskey. <laughs> the hell was that? <laughs> it's half crocodile hunter, half Walter White. <laughs> oh, you... you t- <laughs> Oh, like you, like you've spoken with a lot of Tasmanians. <laughs> Tasmania's distinctive brewer's barley is unlike any other in the world, specially <laughs> developed here on the island, with those robust grains give our whiskey a sweet, malty flavor. This is definitely pirate. Definitely right. pirate. Well, Tasmania, well-known hangout of pirates. <laughs> Unique Pete. Oh, ha, he has one leg. He's pretty unique. <laughs> we do things. He's really unique. We smoke. Uh, we don't speak of that. <laughs> we smoke our malted barley with Pete from Tasmania's Central Highlands. 60 million years <laughs> in the making. These, these earthy layers of ancient flora impart a wonderful aroma and depth to our malt. Depth to our malt. Oh, depth. To our mouth. Pure water. Tasmanian rainwater is considered the world's standard by which all other water purity is measured. Enough said, because it's bullshit. <laughs> copper pot stills. Designed and built in Tasmania Just for by, pot stills? by company founder Bill Lark and master craftsman Peter Bailey. They're the first of their kind. Yeah, they because they've never had copper pot stills before in the history of mankind. <laughs> Their design was proven so successful, additional sets have been built for distilleries in Australia and Scotland. This bottle of Lark single malt whiskey contains the very finest Tasmanian ingredients, exceptional distilling skills, and our genuine commitment to craft the world's finest spirits. I'm choosing to believe that this character is the golden age of piracy ancestor of the penguin. That's a Small cask aged, single cask, single malt from Tasmania. Oh, this was uh, barrel aged in port. Cask <laughs> number 657. And... Well, it tells you what year twas bottled. It does not tell you when they put it in the cask. So you got squatto for age. You know? 
Lark whiskey is matured in barrels aged carefully, sele- car- barrels carefully selected by our distiller. Originally used in the aging of ultra premium <laughs> Australian port and sherry, these casks are coopered into our signature 100 liter quarter cask barrels. Oh, quarter cask. This superior <laughs> barrel. I love how amused he is. <laughs> this superior barrel surfaces to whiskey proportions. Surface to whiskey proportions, combined with mild winters and warm summers, encourage a unique dynamic aging. Where the whiskey spirit, whiskey spirit, is encouraged. <laughs> so to, the whiskey spirit is a yes. distinct character. I yes. just want to note this. <laughs> is encouraged to breathe in, breathe, <laughs> breathe in and out of the oak. These select alchemic elements unite to create breathe, a damn deep. You breathe. <laughs> Don't you die on me? Alchemic elements. I believe I saw the anime. Uh, <laughs> unite to create a deep, rich, and complex whiskey in less time than it says to. No, than it takes to say it. In less time than commonly assumed possible. Our trophy cabinet, filled with the many of the world's most coveted awards, as we took them from their owners, is confirmation enough for us. So fuck y'all. <laughs> Truly great whiskey is ageless. So in other words, this is a piece of young crap. <laughs> so, someone, so someone wrote a novel uh, on the label of this. Oh, Holy time. crap, the, the, the print on this is so, like, I can't even read it. Welcome to Cork Dorkery. <laughs> According to their website, they age this in barrels five to eight years. Yeah. Well, I, I have to say, it for the age, it's remarkably good. Usually five to eight is not. We, we did okay with the uh, the summer release of Kilkaman, um, and that was only a five. Well, and I've had Edradour eight that was delicious. I'm just saying, yeah. most still most scotches yeah. at five to eight yeah. years is Pretty a punch nice. in the gut. Yeah. So, yay for them. Well, it's weird. I, I've had some stuff that at twelve years was good, and at fifteen was meh, and at eighteen was good again, and at twenty one was meh again. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's 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 very odd how. <clears throat> That can work out. Tis, tis magic. Mm. Pirate magic. Either that, <laughs> either that or it's Star Trek scotch and only the even-numbered years are good. Oh, good but, point. Um, I, I don't, Star Trek uh, scotch five. <laughs> scotch Trek three, the search for scotch. <laughs> oh, it was okay. The scotch was okay. It was odd-numbered. Yeah. yeah. But, but, but no, so the, 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 the real question is, what does God need with the blended? but that's how you know he's not god yeah (laughs) um i don't think it was quite as as good as you're giving it credit for but it was also not shite uh i'm gonna give it a three five i don't have much more to say Mm -hmm. than that other than you know the tasting notes i i was getting some of that grassy maltiness in the finish too in those those last couple of the roots in the pure water you were getting that (laughs) shut up dave (laughs) you know given that people didn't the while they were natives People making scotch didn't go to New Zealand until after people were making scotch in Scotland. So I have trouble with their... We are the fountain of home. We created scotch. It's Our water is the standard, and look, it's a copper pot. Still, no one's thought of these before. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they, they, they were a little bullshit there. But that's okay. Um, I, I can't believe how much I like it. It was neat. It was really good. And I cannot stand a port-finished scotch. And I 
I really liked you it. You can't believe it's not disgusting? Yeah. <laughs> also can't believe it's not butter. Well, it isn't butter. <laughs> but it goes down like butter. Well, there you go. Uh, can't believe it. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. Uh, Have you ever tried to drink butter? Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. More butter. butter. You say that like it's a bad thing. Yeah, seriously, what's wrong with you? Don't you just want to feel your arteries harden? Well, now, I do. Yeah. Now, now I feel like it's, I've... You, you've missed out. I have. You've missed out. So what you got to do is you got to take a stick of butter. You, just, you uh, stick it in the microwave and get it all nice and... Well, 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 no, why, why do the microwave? Just, just, just to because, jam it in there. No, you, you can't just, drink it. Well, you just, no, just, just go for crab legs somewhere and take the butter and take a shot. No. Well, you were saying... Uh, <laughs> but I digress. <laughs> I think I'm also going to give it a 3.5. Can't believe how much you liked it. Just a little bit better than average. <laughs> hey, I didn't say it was fantastic. I just said I can't believe how much I liked it. He calls him like he drinks them. <laughs> Fair enough. It's a half a point better than average. <laughs> I I actually liked it. I think I have to also go with three five. Not bad. I'll do uh, three six. I think uh, I'm in, I'm actually in agreement with most people. Like I liked it. I drink it. I wouldn't seek it out. Mm-hmm. And and you beat him <laughs> if it's closest without going over. And, and here's and here's why you won't seek it out. Yeah, that was somewhere between 125 and 130. Jesus, whoa! Seriously, 150 for the bottle because well, it's Tasmanian, and uh, so there's oh yeah, the Australian tariff. Are, we need to incorporate. Plus, they had to carry the, the, the it like in their pockets into our, into our numbers. This is why I don't give that until mm, afterwards. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's a three five, but it costs like a five. So I think. I'm <laughs> yeah. uh, how much was the uh, French one? Very reasonable. I want to say it was like 55 to, to, to 65, wow. somewhere in there. Right? That's it, something I could easily yeah. see buying. No, I, I think I'm going to, even though I've got so much scotch in my basement already, that's one that when it's gone, I might have to replace that bottle with something uh, again, because that's that one, I, I dig on that one. You're, you're right, though. If, I, uh, if I'd known the cost of the Tasmanian one, my score for it would plummet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this, this, this is why we score for taste, not for overall value. Right. Yeah, yeah. Because, all, because there, there's some scotches that would be fantastic. Um, I mean, we've, had, we've had some scotch on the cheap that we've scored in like the 3, 6, 3, 7 range. Yeah. And for that price point, that makes it a 4 to a 4, 2. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and then we've had some uh, stuff like the Octomore. <laughs> well, in the gorgeous, gorgeous container. Yeah, the gorgeous containers. Well, 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 even the Odin. We liked the Odin a lot, but at three hundred dollars, the, the four three that we rated it <laughs> didn't like it that much. It can't, can't really be more than a three six. Well, know, I mean, because you compare it. I mean, granted, they're completely different tastes. Mm-hmm. But if if you go, that's a four three. We liked it a lot. That was a four three. You know, everyone's yeah. a little different. But let's say they were both four threes. Actually, I'm curious now. Three hundred. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Fifty. Yeah. <laughs> And, and, huh. and, I will take six of those. <laughs> and and in terms of things, their their taste is they're not even remotely the same thing. <laughs> I mean, they're they're vastly different things, and yet I rated them very similarly. I, I, I the well, I mean, if you if you if we were crazy, we could have like four different scales of like. <clears throat> well, I I'll rate <laughs> this on the how often would I just sip it, or is it a good winter? Is it because I you know they're all. There's certain mix with ginger ale. <laughs> <laughs> and no, it doesn't. It's better than that. Day. <laughs> so, so can I ask what's what's the most dreadful whiskey that you guys have buying? Penderin. Uh, what? A Penderin. He, he he really does not like the Penderin. Oh, right. <laughs> if, if, if you ever have the opportunity of getting a, a Welsh, uh-huh. don't. Just fucking don't. Just find a dog turd. 
rub a rock on it, <laughs> then, then lick the rock. <laughs> it is the only scotch that I've poured out. Wow. <laughs> and normally you say, oh, you spilled some scotch, that's, that's scotch abuse. And here it's like, oh, thank you, you've saved someone. <laughs> uh, I first had it when, when we were doing our scotch club, and nobody would finish it. <laughs> Because usually if it was something that, that somebody didn't like, somebody else would be like, oh, I'll, f- I'll finish that because I just want to get drunk. Whatever. I'm fairly certain because I felt like getting drunk that night, I finished mine. But, but you wouldn't take mine. And, no, I, I did and I know continue. Darren poured his out, too. Yeah. I, I did not take anybody else's, but and I shot what was left of mine. I did not say <laughs> I, I put I, an I, onion in each eye and then just downed it. <laughs> I, I, I wanted I wanted to feel it. I didn't want to taste it. So I would rather do the extreme tequila shot from Die Laughing than. To this have is the thing that. where you take like a bite of the hottest pepper in the world and then use that scotch to. Keep yourself from dying, basically. <laughs> Punch me! Punch me! <laughs> I'd rather just eat the pepper. <laughs> I, I would rather not have that scotch as a chaser. And, well, and then there was another one, and I can never remember the name of it, where it was the, we think it was the bottle. Uh, oh, the Lock Dew? Yeah. yeah the, the, the Lock Dew was just really watered down. Yeah. And was, so we're, we're not sure we really tasted Lock Dew. I, I know we didn't yeah. taste Lock Dew. I've read those tasting notes. I just like saying <laughs> Lock Dew. It sounds like, you know, what do you have in lock do? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, and then, and then Dave and I also did not care for the Springbank 15 that we had years ago uh, at this point. And then of the cast drinks from, from the, the night of the can, um, the Glen Morangi and, and uh, God, the Glen Morangi Aster, I, I literally used it as aftershave rather than drinking it. Um, that was, and that, that's the one that I found. That's where oh, job interview, right? G- G- ginger ale can save this. <laughs> that's uh, that was some heinous shit. Yeah, you, you need you need like a warning poster on your website, like they have in post offices, where you just say avoid these. Well, we we we, 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 we do put the <laughs> when when I remember to catch up and, and post it, which it, it's current as of episode sixty seven. So I, I'm one episode behind now. I I, I have it once a year before the sale. <laughs> I used to do that on a more regular basis, and then when I <laughs> took my break from editing the podcast for a while that I did, I never got back on the recording. Ain't shit ahead. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we, we do post the scores, which is why I, I write them down and, and record them, and so we can we can put that back up. Just before we close out, um, what are the dates of your guys' shows again? Uh, yeah. well, Philip, yours, uh, yours is coming up sooner. Yeah, mine is... Uh, this being the 1st of December. December 6th through 20, I've got five shows. It's part of the Up Your Chimney Alternative Holiday Festival. Mm-hmm. It's basically the Phoenix is putting it on. It's all show, uh, Christmas shows that are uh, subversive in some way, I guess. Okay. So, hence, Up Your Chimney. Because if you, think of, if you think about the phrase Up Your Chimney and look at it closely, it's sort of implying up your ass. Oh, yeah. You know? Like, uh, think about it. Because if you smoke put that in your ass, put that in your pipe and shove it up your ass. (laughs) But uh, so so you you've got dates and times. I do. They're all over the. uh, I can rattle them off. Yeah. uh, Sunday, December sixth at two thirty. Friday. December 11th at 7.30, Saturday, December 12th at 10 p.m., Wednesday, December 16th at 7.30 p.m., and Sunday, December 20th at 7.30 p.m. And the venue does serve 
alcohol. Yes, so you they can, do. This is the Phoenix Theater. You can <laughs> imbibe Christmas spirits if that's your thing. Your <laughs> no, that's the only way you get them. Drink <laughs> them up. Now, now, this is your standard just wine and beer, though, right? It's not full-on bar. That's yeah, true. It's yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's a no-pour type deal. They do have some, like, they can sell little bottles of wine and things yeah. like that. They just can't. Pour it because can imagine you're weird. Can imagine you're on an airplane. <laughs> Baby bottles of booze. They've got an all right selection too of, of beer. Yeah, they've actually got some great. I'll beer. tell you. No <laughs> well, I'll, I'll rant briefly after after your. Okay. Well, um, I mean, by the time the 26th of December comes around, you're ready to say fuck Christmas. You're also ready to say fuck the whole year. So December 26th, Saturday. <laughs> At 10 p.m. is the Puck 2015 uh, Vilification Tennis at the Bryant Lake Bowl, followed shortly thereafter by Hardwired, which is performing on January 7th, 9th, 14th, and 16th. Those are Thursdays and Saturdays at 7 p.m. at the Bryant Lake Bowl. There we go. Awesome. So, I was just quick rant. Sure. Dear God, man, so booze laws are fucked up. Yes, they I are. I mean, yeah, seriously, yeah. oh, totally. we can't serve on Sunday. Why? Well, I don't know. Because it, Jesus. It, no, no. And, and what I love is their attempt to say, well, it's not fair to the mom and pop. Oh, no, um, no. That's, that's their excuse for not legalizing it now. Yeah. Well, right, no, I know. <laughs> Jesus, used, cars Jesus used to care. But now Jesus is like, pour me another. And, and Jesus is like, aren't I part Catholic? Yeah. Jesus doesn't need to buy liquor on Sundays. He can make it out of water. <laughs> exactly. And so now they're like, oh, it's not fair to mom and pop um, boozatoriums because, you know, they'll have to pay more. I'm like, what the... Well, then let's cause let's make all the stores only be open for one day a week because then they'll only have to pay for their employees one day a week and everyone will be forced <laughs> to run in and shop. What? No? No, you want to be open more than one day? Well, what the fuck? Oh, I, I think that'd be a great law. It's like you could be open one day a week, but you but you 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 only but and you can pick the day. Yeah. <laughs> What oh, day that'd be you... a fucking head game. Right? <laughs> <laughs> well, 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 no, you, you, you'll get liquor store cartels. <laughs> we well, have... every, every no, show. no, we have Thursdays. You can't have Thursdays unless you pay. <laughs> I, I make sure I had seven stores. Oh, by owner? Oh, yeah, well, then there'd be so a, all your an arrangement. Be sure to have seven kids. <laughs> yeah. Welcome, well, I just named my, welcome to Dopey. <laughs> I have incorporated seven times. You want to go, go shop at Sneak? Each, 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 store, each store is a horcrux. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, it's just like, really, because people wouldn't go and buy, oh, well, I love the, well, they're still going to drink the same amount, but now you're just diluting it. I'm like, all right, first of all, I've met people who drink. <laughs> and I don't think they're just going to go, ooh, I better just drink less because... <laughs> well, well no, that's their, their belief is is that alcohol drinkers are prepared. So, <laughs> so instead of going on Saturday to pick up the booze for, to watch Sunday's game... Oh, well, they're not going to buy it on Saturday now. They're just going to buy it on Sunday and not like, oh, they're going to buy it on Saturday. Get blitzed that night. And instead of being out of booze on Sunday for the game, they're going to go fucking buy more. Uh, well, it is true that people who drink a lot exhibit great planning skills. <laughs> right? Well, and this is why those those fuel boycotts 
never work. You know, because they mm-hmm. know that, like, where people say, everyone, don't buy gas on this day. That doesn't hurt the gas companies because they know, oh, you'll just fill up the day before the day after. Like, yeah. <laughs> if, if they manage to convince everyone to not drive, <laughs> that might have an impact well, because yeah, they use less gas, but it's like, still got to go to work. <laughs> what's, what's been killing me about the drop in oil prices is I fill up my tank and then I drive half a mile down the road and it's like 10 cents a gallon less. And it takes me hours to drive around and burn off all oh, of that. Yeah. Like, that's why I on the cheaper stuff. That's know? why I carry a siphon and just pour it out. I'm saving money! <laughs> and I'm cleaning the sewers out at the same my, time. Yeah, my mom, my mom, when I told her, she's in San Diego, and I told her the gas prices <laughs> as I drove home, and she's like, are you trying to get me to drive out there to fill up? I'm like, well, I don't know if that's actually economical, but you're willing to give it a shot. <laughs> I should bring you a tanker truck. Yeah. <laughs> Just fill up the back seat. <laughs> she, 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 she fuels up it with a tanker truck and, and then goes home and powers her hybrid. I, I was going to say, <laughs> no, no, she starts driving the tanker truck home, <laughs> and then war boys come out. <laughs> we know how that ends. Yeah. It's shiny. <laughs> anyway, so... Uh, as per tradition, we failed to warn either of our guests about the closing toast, although Bob... Bob yeah, should know better. Bob's dead on the show. Did Bob, Bob does not remember things. I'm did, old. Did Bob learn? No. No. As we age, our memory is the second thing to go, and I cannot recall what the first thing is. So, well, there you go. So, so do, do either of you have a toast you could do that you know, on the fly, or is there anything you want to do, or do we just want to do Bob, look, give us a toast. To people seeking solid connections, hardwired, dot dating. <laughs> 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 <laughs>